Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Bucks and Six, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast brought to you by Fans First Sports Network. My name is Stephen Dorf, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Hershey Winkleman. Check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Bucks and Six FFSN. And you can find this and the rest of our podcast on Apple or Spotify. So be sure to turn those notifications on and then leave a like or review. Uh, we're going to recap tonight's game against the Orlando Magic in Orlando. Bucks lose 120 or 112 to 97. And in our last podcast, we were talking about uh, a blowout and I guess I was right in the sense that there was a blowout, just got the teams wrong. Uh, Hirsch Bucks didn't look too good tonight. Uh, what were your kind of thoughts just on this, on this game tonight? Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, what we've seen the last couple of nights has, you know, been slightly concerning with the Bucks, but uh, you know, second game in a row without, you know, our, our secondary superstar and Damian Lillard, um, you know, he's been out with a calf injury, uh, that might be something to you know keep an eye on going forward. Uh, injury rise, especially with you know an older player like that. But um, you know some of the role players stepped up tonight. Definitely campaign and uh, Dame's absence had a good night, uh, especially early on. Uh, but yeah, another you know player goes down and Jay Crowder uh, about got hurt about halfway through tonight's game. So we don't know how serious that's going to be, or you know if that's going to keep him out for any extended period. But yeah, definitely not uh, a good look tonight, uh, to say the least, especially against the team that I think both of us were pretty confident we could beat. Yeah, um, Magic are definitely a better team than some people give them credit for, but totally agree we should have beaten them. I, I mean, I had thought going into this game that this was a team, even without Dame. I, I like Neither of us thought that uh, he was going to be out, but I regardless, thought that we should have beaten them. Uh, but it is nice to see Giannis continue to play really, really well. Uh, he kind of just filled out the box score. He had 35 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. However, another uh, big turnover game from him, Hirsch. I know you hate to see the Giannis turnovers, and we kind of just talked about Giannis being a closer in that last podcast we did. And I know this wasn't really a situation where, you know, you're closing a game out. It was more of just like, can we find a way to get back in this, break that double digit lead, get it down to nine or eight. But uh, seeing your best player turn the ball over this much really hurts. Is this something that, you know, the absence of Dame is probably the biggest reason for, or is there something else? Maybe Giannis just trying to do too much. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's a combination of kind of both of what you said. Um, you know, obviously when we have our floor general, you know, our ball handler, our primary playmaker out there on the court, Giannis isn't, isn't really going to have to take on those responsibilities. Um, and also, you know, when when Chris Middleton's back uh, playing his full, full-fledged full minutes, he'll also, you know, be effective in that, you know, playmaking area. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, what I've been seeing from Giannis, at least, you know, early on this year is just, you know, really dumb mistakes. Uh, they're very, you know, there was a lot of mistakes that he, you know, could clean up. 
especially, you know, when he's charging through the lane to just, you know, just be a little bit more like relaxed and, you know, you don't have to really rush. I feel like, you know, a lot of the time when he gets in there, he's rushing, he's trying to make a decision and he ends up either traveling or uh, bowling somebody over for an offensive foul. And then, you know, he's also trying to do a lot of these, you know, over the head passes, you know, kind of skip passes and those are getting picked off. So I think, you know, he's just got to slow down. He's got to take what the game gives him and he's got, he's got to stop trying to force stuff because that's where I see him, you know, making a lot of those mistakes. Yeah, and I think, you know, Middleton, once he's, you know, playing his full minutes, playing at his, you know, full capacity, uh, he'll he'll be, yeah, I think it'll help Giannis out and Giannis will kind of be able to stick to more of that. I'm going to go all out in the first three quarters and then let Chris and Dame do their, you know, go to work in the fourth, basically why we have those guys. Uh, But it's kind of uh, good to see Andre Jackson get more minutes, right? Uh, He played pretty well tonight, uh, played four and five minutes in the last two games, and then tonight goes up to 14. I'm sure part of this is because Jay Crowder didn't, you know, he got hurt. So we saw Andre Jackson, but Hirsch, what were your thoughts on Andre Jackson tonight? Yeah. I mean, just from what I had seen, uh, you know, very active on defense, you know, showing a lot of hustle out there, diving for loose balls, uh, just kind of all over the court. Uh, I mean, I, I remember at least uh, Lisa, who's, you know, doing the Bucks play-by-play, just kept saying, you know, Andre Jackson is everywhere tonight, just kind of showing that, you know, he's he's flying around, he's being active, you know, he's keeping his hands, uh, you know, ready and trying to deflect balls and stuff, which is, you know, great to see. Um, you know, obviously we keep, you know, talking about it, but, you know, a lot of these young guys kind of commit a lot of, you know, fouls that maybe they shouldn't be committing. And, you know, that's kind of a thing with Andre Jackson. He's a very foul-prone player, but as he gets, you know, older and more experienced, uh, I, I'm i almost certain that will at least go down and he'll be better uh, defensively and at staying in front of people. But from what I've seen in his limited experience and limited minutes, I think, you know, he's definitely a guy down the stretch here if he, you know, develops throughout the year that he could be, he could be worth, you know, cracking the rotation come playoff time. Yeah. And the more I watch him like play like tonight, I mean, he's a freak athlete. That's like, yeah, I mean, we kind of knew this coming in, but that one dunk he had where he like lost the ball and then got it back midair and still found a way to dunk. That was insane. But it's just crazy. Like to me, it's crazy how he slipped to the second round. Like he's just going to be such a steal for the Bucs. Like I, I'm so confident in this guy being a very key rotational piece at some point in the future, maybe not this year, but down the road, I think he's going to be like that lockdown defender that we've been looking for. He He's he's going to be really, really good. I mean, yeah, and I think you make a great point. I mean, I think that's kind of the reason why we have, you know, a lot of these guys like Chris Livingston, who did get some minutes tonight as well. Uh, even like a Marjan, who might not be fully ready this year to step into that, you know, starting role and take on the majority of those minutes. I think, you know, the idea is down the line that these guys are going to be able to develop under, you know, that veteran leadership that we have with our big four, um, you know, and maybe, you know, with our winning culture, you know, they'll be a part of that as well. Um, and, you know, the hope is that down the line, these guys, you know, blossom into role players. And then, you know, with Marjan, possibly more than that. Um, but tonight, you know, another reason you know, why we lost just the, the the rebounding battle again. I mean, if you, Steve, I feel like we keep harping on it, but it seems like every night that, you know, we lose, it's because we're getting, you know, beat on the rebounds. Uh, Magic also had 22 second chance points while we only had four. Uh, so, you know, that, 
that's a huge issue as well when it comes to just, you know, offensive rebounding and, you know, staying in these possessions, closing out these possessions. So, yeah, I mean, I think the rebounding is still going to be a huge issue for us going forward. And it has to be some sort of adjustment defensively that they can make where they're, they're going after rebounds more effectively because you know what, from what we've seen so far, it's really, it really has not been pretty. Yeah. And I, it's, it's just like weird because you look at Giannis this year too, and his rebound numbers are like down from, I mean, he's a guy who was like third or fourth in rebounds last year with like 12 a game and he's down to, I think, I mean, it's around 10 this year. So I think that might be part of it. Uh, Brooke Lopez also him kind of being forced to step out of that paint where he's, you know, comfortable and we can box guys out. I think that has something to do with it. But yeah, we, it's just something that this team needs to figure out. And like, we keep saying it and, you know, we sound like broken records, but it, the rebounding it, it's, it's atrocious. Um, along with that, the, uh, the free throw shooting tonight was really, really bad. Uh, we actually got the, the magic actually won the free throw battle in terms of getting to the line tonight. They, they got their 35 times to our 25. So you don't really see that too often. However, we shot 12 of 50, or, uh, 25 from the line tonight. And that like, that's unacceptable. 13 points that we, that would have made this a close game. Um, Giannis had a really rough night and he's, you know, he gets to the line a lot. So that obviously, you know, is a huge portion of those numbers, Hirsch. But yeah, the, the free throw shooting, uh, I, I'm not too concerned about that though. I think once we get Dame back, that'll kind of fall into place, but is, I guess just overall, like right now, are you, what's like the concern level for you? Like overall on a scale, give me a scale from one to 10. I'd probably say right now, uh, I'm at a six, maybe 6.4 if we're doing precise, uh, ratings just because, you know, we, we, we are seeing Dame, you know, miss games early in the season. I'm not really sure what that's about um, when it comes to just, you know, him being healthy for, you know, the majority of this season. Cause we, we've seen Dame in the past have injury issues. And obviously, you know, this is his like first real time to actually win a championship in his career. So you'd hope that, you know, he doesn't have those lingering injuries throughout the season and he kind of can just fight through that uh, for the team. But defensively and you know rebounding wise I think that's where we're definitely going to need to just improve all around I think it's been really horrible and also like shooting 48 percent from the line is just like you mentioned just flat out unacceptable uh there's not really an excuse to make for that bad of free throw shooting and yeah like Dame's obviously going to help us because you know he's a 90 percent free throw shooter and he gets to the line a ton but you know, still like there's literally zero reason why an NBA team should be shooting less than 50% as a team from the free throw line. I, 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 I like that's, that's like, that's like like high school numbers basically. So like, I I don't know what we're going to, you know, do about that, but I mean, defensively we struggled tonight. I mean, there, they had four guys that almost put up 20 points uh, Paolo Bancaro, who's the, you know, their main scorer, he had 26, Franz Wagner at 24, uh, Jalen Suggs, who came into the game, you know, struggling, had a great game, which, you know, goes into what we keep saying about, you know, perimeter play and guards being able to score on us. Jalen Suggs dropped 20, uh, and then Mo Wagner, who's, you know, not even a starter on this team, uh, scored 19 points on us, uh, you know, so I, and he's, you know, mostly a paint guy, so I'm not really sure you know, how we're going to necessarily improve this defense, but it's, it's really not looking pretty at all. 
I mean, what, what's your, what would be your uh, level on the scale? Uh, I mean, I, I still like, so, I mean, coming into the season, I said that this was going to be a rocky start. Like that was my prediction. And a lot of other people had, you know, said that too, that you get a new coach, a bunch of new role players, a, a brand new point guard, who's also a superstar. It's just, it's going to take time for all that to mesh and gel together. Uh, I'm not going to be like super concerned if until, you know, game 40, game 50 is, you know, if we don't start looking like a playoff team, a, a championship contending team by then, that's probably when my concern really, really skyrockets. But right now, I mean, give me like a two, <laughs> pretty much where I came into the season, right? It's been very hectic too. Like we've had games without Dame. We've had games where Giannis gets ejected. We've had games where our coach gets ejected. There's just been a lot going on on top of it, just being a complete overhaul from the last five seasons. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, there's a lot going into it for sure, especially with the, you know, the, all the moving pieces and then Dame, you know, kind of being thrust into the situation and then also now being out of the situation. So Giannis is kind of going back to what, what he was doing before. Uh, now Dame's going to be, you know, uh, re reintroduced into the system again, and they're going to have to, you know, kind of figure it out all over again. So hopefully Dame is back uh, on Monday against the Chicago Bulls. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll preview that game. Uh, hopefully, you know, that's one that the Bucks can pull out. And we're back on the Bucks and Six podcast. My name is Hershey Winkleman. He's Steven Dorf. Uh, we're going to preview this upcoming game on Monday uh, back at home for the Milwaukee Bucks against the Chicago Bulls. Uh, kind of, you know, rivalry with Wisconsin and Illinois teams. Uh, the Bulls are three and six this season, at least so far, going into the weekend. Uh, they're coming out. They would put the their main two guys uh, this season are Zach Levine, who's averaging you know almost uh, a little over twenty two a game, and then Demar Derozan, who's averaging a little over twenty one a game. Uh, so you know they have that two headed monster, uh, as well as you know some other you know solid role guys. But Steve, I definitely think this is a team uh, with or without Dame that, you know, we should be beating. Um, you know, they, they're definitely, you know, not what's considered a good team in the NBA. So hopefully the Bucs are going to be able to pull this one out. But at this point, dude, I think every game is, you know, not necessarily going to be chalked up to a win. Yeah, no, I mean, we. yeah, I mean, I feel like that's kind of just where this thing has been going. But uh, dare I say it, Hirsch? <laughs> dare I say it again I think that this really could be the Bucks first blowout of the year I, I really do um I think Dame will be back I, I like at this point like I'd, I'd really hope I think that they were just resting him for the road trip uh give him those two games off because he had like you said he's been playing a lot of minutes to start the year off um, but the Bulls are a team that I, the Bucks just match up fairly well with. I mean, they don't really have any dominant guards. Zach Levine is is a good wing, but they have guys like Kobe White, Alex Caruso. Uh, Kobe White's struggling this year. Again, he could go Jalen Suggs on us. And honestly, I wouldn't be too shocked, but this is a team that we should be able to uh, deal with and honestly beat by 15 plus points. I mean, I would sure hope so, especially because, you know, two of their, you know, main defenders, at least on their roster, Alex Caruso and Patrick Williams uh, are both dinged up headed into the weekend, both day to day for, you know, their their matchup against the Pistons. So, you know, we'll see, I guess, if they 
get healthy over the weekend and are, you know, good to go for that Bucks game. But yeah, I, I at least I'm going into every game, you know, optimistic that we're going to win. I think we can beat every team in the league, but at this point I, I'm not expecting it. I, I just think it's, I don't think it's smart to at least expect that this team can, can win when we're playing this bad of defense. I, I like, like teams are scoring 125 on us basically every night they're outscoring us. Um, so yeah, I just, I don't think you can really chalk up any game, at least on paper prior to the game to, you know, be a dub. I, I sure hope you're right though. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see the Bucks blow out a team. I mean, I've been waiting all year. It's been nine games so far almost. So. Well, yeah, I mean, if there, if there really was any game to start this year off, like if there was a game for it, I know I said it last time, but it's, it's this game, the bulls are three and six, right? It, it, that's going in our favor coming off of a back-to-back to a really scrappy Pistons team that we played. So, and then you also take into the fact that this team plays really the, the bulls, they played a really slow pace, 29th in the league. Uh, and the bucks, we, you know, we've talked about it a lot. They've been really struggling in transition. So that kind of goes in our favor. I just think there's a lot going for the bucks in this game. And I, I think they should be able to pull it out. I mean, yeah, I hope so as well. Um, I think that's going to be it for today's episode of the bucks and six podcast. Make sure to leave a like download, subscribe, and follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at bucks and six FFSN. I'm Hershey Winkleman. He's Steven Dorff. And let's go Bucks!